I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll celebrate the birthday of the greatest man I knew, my dad. We'll learn a lesson in being judgmental, and we'll take a trip to College Station to visit Texas A&M University. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. It was April 1871, and the Texas State Legislature approved a bill for organizing the Texas Agricultural and Mechanical College. A site near Bryan, Texas was selected. That came to be known as College Station. Local citizens donated more than 2,400 acres of land so the college could be built. The Texas Agricultural and Mechanical College eventually came to be known as Texas A&M University, the oldest public institution of higher education in the Lone Star State. The college opened in 1876 with 106 students and a faculty of six. Thomas S. Gathright was the college's first president. Today, Texas A&M is the second largest public university in the nation with almost 70,000 students enrolled. I used to work at WTAW Radio there in College Station, which at one time was a Texas A&M radio station. As a matter of fact, the call letters WTAW stand for Watch the Aggies Win, and it was the first radio station in the country to broadcast the play-by-play of a football game, Texas A&M and the University of Texas. It was always a true honor anytime I had the opportunity to walk onto the Texas A&M campus. Hope On Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. This is the story of a baby's hug. There was this family, the only family with children in the restaurant. The man sat Eric in a high chair and noticed everyone was quietly seated and talking. Suddenly, Eric squealed with glee and said, Hi there! He pounded his fat little baby hands on the high chair. His eyes were crinkled with laughter and his mouth was bared in a toothless grin as he wiggled and giggled with merriment. His parents looked around and saw the source of his merriment. It was a man whose pants were baggy, whose toes poked out of the would-be shoes, His shirt was dirty, his hair was uncombed, his whiskers were too short to be called a beard, and his nose was so varicose it looked like a road map. They were too far from him to smell, but they were sure he smelled too. His hands waved and flapped on loose wrists. Hi there, baby. Hi there, big boy. I see you there, Buster, the man said to Eric. Mom and Dad exchanged looks like, what do we do? Eric continued to laugh and answer, Hi! Hi there! Everyone in the restaurant noticed and looked at them and then looked at the man. Their meal came and the man began shouting from across the room, Do you patty cake? Do you know peekaboo? Hey, look, he knows peekaboo! Nobody thought the old man was cute. He was obviously drunk. Mom and Dad were embarrassed. They ate in silence, but not Eric, who was running through his whole repertoire for the admiring Skid Row bum, who in turn 
reciprocated his cute comments. When they finally got through the meal and headed for the door, Dad went to pay for the check and told Mom to meet him in the parking lot. Well, the old man sat poised between Mom and the door. She was thinking, Lord, just let me out of here before he speaks to me or Eric. As she drew closer to the man, she turned her back, trying to sidestep him and avoid any air that he might be breathing. As she did, Eric leaned over her arm, reaching with both arms in a baby's pick-me-up position. And before she could stop him, Eric had propelled himself from her arms to the man's arms. Suddenly, a very smelly old man and a baby expressed their love and kinship. Eric, in the act of total trust, love, and submission, laid his tiny head upon the man's ragged shoulder. The man's eyes closed, and the mom saw tears hover beneath his lashes. His aged hands full of grime, pain, and hard labor cradled a baby. No two beings had ever loved so deeply for so short a time. The mom stood awestruck. The old man rocked and cradled Eric in his arms, and his eyes opened and set squarely on Eric's mom. He said in a firm, commanding voice, You take care of this baby. Somehow she managed to say, I will, from a throat that contained a stone. He pried Eric from his chest lovingly, as though he were in pain. Mom took her baby back, and the man said, God bless you, ma'am. You've given me a true, precious gift. She said nothing more than a muttered thanks. With Eric in her arms, she ran for the car. Her husband was wondering why she was crying and holding Eric so tightly, and why she was saying, My God, my God, forgive me. She had just witnessed Christ's love shown through the innocence of a tiny child who saw no sin and who made no judgment. The child saw a soul, and his mother saw a suit of clothes. She was a Christian who was blind, holding a child who was not. She felt it was God asking, Are you willing to share your son for a moment? When he shared his son for all eternity, the ragged old man unwittingly had reminded her, Unless you change and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 18.3 Hope On Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time. April 20th would have been my dad's 99th birthday. He has his birthdays in heaven now. But every year I celebrate, and I remember the good times we had. You see, Dad was my best friend. We enjoyed playing music together. We enjoyed talking radio and fishing together. We both enjoyed watching John Wayne movies together, too. <laughs> I missed the late-night breakfast when he got home from work when I was a kid. And in later years, he made it a point to keep that tradition alive. I miss going fishing and talking radio and music. And as much as I don't like sardines, I even miss his triple-decker sardine sandwiches. He was a great man, a great friend, and especially a great dad. He died in January of 2000, and I think of him every day. I thank God for letting him be my dad because that's one of the biggest blessings I've ever had. I miss you, Dad.
Happy birthday in heaven. I love you. it's time for me to leave out on that horse I rode in on. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoy today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.